Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS News Roundup ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Pandemic at a crossroads. Delta is just a different kind of beast. Debate over CDC mask guidance. I think we should have the choice 100%. It's not an issue of personal choice. It's an issue of public health and safety. Simone Biles to skip second Olympic event. Put mental health first. Focus on yourself. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. Mask up is the new recommendation from the CDC. Fine for her. I'm just trying to stay healthy and still live. But not for him. It's a choice that I have, the freedom as an American. The new government guidance. All of us, even vaccinated people, should wear masks indoors where there are substantial or high transmission rates of COVID-19. That affects about 60% of U.S. counties. And the CDC recommends masks for all students, teachers, and staff in schools. It comes as the Delta variant sends case numbers higher. CDC Director Rochelle Walensky on CBS This Morning. New data that we've seen just in the last several days, but corroborated several times, is that if you are vaccinated and you are one of those rare breakthrough infections, you actually have the capacity to pass it to somebody else. CBS's David Begno reports from Louisiana, where there's been a spike in COVID hospitalizations. Brittany Abair may be one of the most outspoken parents you'll find when it comes to masking. I get this feeling that our children's safety is coming second to pushback from the community, angry phone calls, or politics. She is a doctor, and so is her husband. They have both treated COVID patients for the last year. Now, Dr. Abair is planning to pull her kids out of the public school system because in Lafayette Parish, they are not currently requiring masks. It was very telling that they were not valuing my children's safety. This week, Dr. Abair and her eight-year-old twins toured a private school that has, throughout the pandemic, followed the CDC's guidance. What are you looking for? They should be masking indoors. Seven states have banned mask mandates in schools, while six states are still requiring them. The majority of states, like Louisiana, have left that decision up to the local school districts. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis says there will be no mask mandate in schools in his state. We're not doing that in Florida, okay? We need our kids to breathe. In Missouri's St. Louis County, one day after a mask mandate went into effect, it was repealed. Stand with me now with our voices in unison and put our public servants on notice. We will not comply. It all followed a volatile public meeting, which drew mostly mask opponents. Local health officials say COVID cases are rising and there's an increasing number of younger hospital patients. Now to Tokyo, where a record 3,177 COVID cases were recorded yesterday, 16 more linked to the Summer Olympic Games. 
CBS's Steve Futterman says the big athletic story continues to center on the woman who is considered the world's greatest gymnast. In the middle of the Olympics, there is suddenly new attention here on mental health. It's okay sometimes to even sit out the big competitions to focus on yourself. Simone Biles' sudden departure during yesterday's team competition has triggered a debate about whether sports officials pay enough attention to the emotional well-being of athletes. Today, Biles withdrew from tomorrow's prestigious all-around competition. It's an event she won five years ago in Rio. And Biles' stunning actions have found their way into the athletic competitions as well. At the swimming venue... Katie Ledecky wins the After gold American medal. Katie Ledecky won the gold in the women's 1,500-meter freestyle, she talked about Simone Biles. I really hope that she continues to do what's best for her. The challenge can be immense, says Olympic historian David Wolachinsky. The pressure on famous Olympic athletes is way different than somebody who's just competing in their small sport. For the moment, Simone Biles is still set to compete in four more events starting this weekend here, but it's not clear right now what she plans to do. Steve Futterman, CBS News at the Summer Olympics in Tokyo. Back here at home, a deadly scene at a chemical plant in Laporte, Texas, where there was an acid leak. Fire Marshal Lori Christensen. We have five that are yellow, which means they're being treated here on scene. Two that were red, one was life-lighted, and one was sent to the hospital via ambulance. And unfortunately, we have two that have passed away here on scene. Most of the injured suffered burns. The governors of California and Nevada plan to tour the wildfire south of Lake Tahoe that's causing damage in both states. Cal Fire spokesman Kevin Colburn says cooler, wetter weather has been helping. The fire is looking better. You know, we are starting to gain containment. It's, you know, it's creeping up slowly. We haven't had as much growth as there had been in the, the prior days. In Northern California, the largest of the state's fires continues to threaten more than 10,000 homes. There's where the gunmaker Remington is offering nearly $33 million to settle claims from nine of the families that lost children in the Sandy Hook school massacre in 2012. 26 people died in that attack. A bankruptcy judge will have to sign off on the arrangement. Groundbreaking on a memorial for the victims in Newtown, Connecticut is planned for next month. There was intensity as a select House panel opened hearings yesterday into the deadly January attack at the U.S. Capitol by a pro-Trump mob. Officer Harry Dunn of the Capitol Police says, along with the physical abuse, he was assaulted with racial slurs. And in his testimony, he appeared to compare the crowd to a hitman and suggested Donald Trump put them up to it. If a hitman is hired and he kills somebody, the hitman goes to jail. But not only does the hitman go to jail, but the person who hired them does. Metropolitan Police Officer Michael Fanone, who says he was beaten and tased and called a traitor during the attack, indicated Republicans who tried to soft-pedal the events are guilty of betrayal. The indifference shown to my colleagues is disgraceful, but nothing, truly nothing, has prepared me to address those elected members of our government who continue to deny the events of that day. A federal jury has convicted a wealthy California Democratic donor on charges that he injected gay men with drugs in exchange for sex. There were two deaths and other overdoses. 66-year-old Ed Buck faces a possible life-in-prison sentence. 
Instagram is making some changes for its youngest users, as we hear from CBS's Monica Ricks. Starting next week, Instagram will automatically make new accounts for anyone under 16 private. The new safety setting blocks some adults from interacting with teens on the platform and restricts how advertisers can target young users. Teens who have public accounts will start getting notifications about the benefits of switching to private. The Biden administration is proposing a rule change to require all goods bought by the government with taxpayer money to contain at least 60% American-made content, up from the current 55%. And the proposal is to go to 75% by 2029. Actor Bob Odenkirk has been nominated for Emmys for his work on Better Call Saul. I'm the guy who'll do whatever it takes to stick it to them. But yesterday they called for help on the New Mexico set of the show after the 58-year-old star collapsed. Odenkirk was taken to a hospital, but his people haven't said what the issue was or how long he'll be laid up. Bruce Springsteen sings about the open road, but it seems he could do without a lasting legacy alongside a busy one. Springsteen doesn't want a rest stop along a famous road named after him. He's on a list of monikers approved for pit stops along the Garden State Parkway in his native New Jersey. Others include Frank Sinatra, Whitney Houston, and James Gandolfini. But a spokeswoman tells NorthJersey.com her boss respectfully declines the honor, which will include Hard Rock Cafe-style exhibits. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Imprisoned securities fraudster Martin Shkreli boasted about spending millions on the only known copy of an unreleased album by the Wu-Tang Clan. Well, it's now been sold, price undisclosed, and prosecutors say the money will fulfill the restitution Shkreli owes the government. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.